Hi, everyone, and welcome to the MMM Podcast, special can edition. I'm Steve Madden, general manager of MMM, sitting here high above the palais with Franklin Williams, EVP of Experience Design at Area 23. Thank you for having me. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. I feel honored to have you here based (laughs) based on the night that you had last night. You want to talk a little bit about the the hall that Area 23 enjoyed? Yeah, it was a, I mean, it's one of those moments where you put in the work all year, you put in the work for years, and this is a result, and it's great because when you're looking at agency of the year, when you're looking at network of the year, those are things that it's not about an individual. It's about everything that you've done. It's about the collective body of work that you've had. And then you top that off with some of the work that we did, just the individual work from IDAR, which, uh, I mean, sits very close with me, just one of the projects that I think has opened my eyes to how to engage with the blind community. And I would say, just with Little Sugar winning Grand Prix, that is a testament to the fact that it's not about an individual. It's about a community. It's about a, a country. It can be more global than it, than it is today. Right. And I think those are the things that you're looking for. So let's, let's get into the work a little yeah. bit. Um, tell me about uh, IDAR, which won a gold. Yeah. So IDAR, just to give a little high level on what it is, is an application built by the blind, built for the blind, to be able to give them more than what their cane can allow today. So it uses sound to be able to actually change light and texture of what the world looks like into sound for a blind person to, to listen to. So what it does is allows for, call it peripheral vision of the blind community. So they can actually use this application to move through physical space without necessarily hitting things, seeing things that they wouldn't be able to high branches, for example. That's a common issue with uh, with the blind community. Their cane goes directly underneath it and they don't know that there's something high at head, head, head height. height. And so being able to see that using this application and being able to hear that through sound actually changes the whole uh, idea of what locomotion from point A to point B looks like. And that's something that we've been really trying to push. And the idea that we worked with the blind community, that the blind community drove the build of this application, that's everything to us. Because we're not building these things for us. We're building it for community that can benefit from it. It's a it's a really interesting and well done integration of technology with creativity, Thank you. which feels to me like you know, this isn't. This certainly isn't the you know the first um, integrated device or app to no. win to win an award. But there's something about this. Uh, first of all, sound seems to me to be like a very hot topic this year. Sure. Um, and by that, I don't mean things like this, like podcasts, or I don't mean sound beds. It's just that the use of sound yeah. frequencies and tones seems to be really getting a lot of attention this year. Yeah. Um, how did you how did you come to work on IDAR and, and how long did it take to bring the, the project to fruition? Yeah. So our uh, client, they work on a on TED, which is thyroid eye, eye disease. And it's one of those things that they try and help as much of the community as possible. But still, some of the individuals who do end up losing their sight don't have anything else. And our client is committed not just to the disease state, but to the community. And so being able basically to give us a brief of how would we help them? 
How would we help pass what our drugs can do? Mm -hmm. That's a, a very important thing to us. And I think just talking with the team, talking about what the experience is after uh, you've, you've been affected by TED, that's where the idea kind of was born. And then really thinking about what do you do after that? What, what is the biggest, and I won't even say problem because the blind community does not necessarily see blindness as a problem. It's just a new way of seeing the right. world or experiencing the world. So we thought to ourselves, how can we enhance that experience? And then I think I'd always born out of that. Um, I also want to talk a little bit about uh, Lil Sugar. Yeah. Lil Sugar won a gold in health and wellness, right? It did. Uh, tell me about that, that campaign. So Little Sugar, um, Hip Hop Public Health is the, uh, the company that we work with. And the idea is there are bigger problems than just health inequity. We need to be looking deeper at how we can help to solve the problem versus how we can just talk about it. So the idea behind Little Sugar is let's open people's eyes to what they're missing, the, the elements that are in plain sight. And this specifically is talking about sugar. And we know that in the black community, there's a there, there's a, a huge public health crisis with obesity and diabetes. And these are things that happen because the individuals in the communities don't have access to the clean foods that we need. And it's easier to get garbage food that has very terrible, you know, sugars in them, sodas and all the things that are cheap, all the things that are available. And for us, it's really about opening their eyes to it's still there and we can do better. And so that's where, where Little Sugar really comes in. It's a tool. It's not a campaign, you know what right. I mean, to be able to open individuals' eyes. Did you work on that as well? I did. I didn't work on it as much as I did IDAR. We have a really, really great team uh, in, in bringing this to life. But I will say that there's nothing that we do that is in an individual effort. This is something that the team really cares for. We collaborated with Hip Hop Public Health, and we continue to do that today. And we're going to continue to drive this application, not just for uh, the New York community or for the, you know, the U.S. community, but we're really looking to see how we can drive this on a more global level. So I want to talk more broadly uh, about the work that yeah. you've seen here. You were a judge, right? Yes. yes. What's your general take on the quality of the work this year? The work is great, but it had a very different focus than I think I've seen in past years. And I loved it. The focus shifted from just selling products to solving problems. Hmm. And you'll see that in a lot of the work, especially a lot of the gold work that's really made it made it to the top. It wasn't about finding a way to convince somebody that they should do this thing or they should acquire this product. But instead, it was how can we look at you, this community, whatever it may be, and actually drive utility for you, drive something that will actually help you to live better, be better. And I think that the moment that we as an industry start looking at that, that's when you really start to realize it's not just pharma. And I was on the pharma ju uh, jury. But you'll actually see that there's pharma work that's winning in consumer and there's consumer work that's winning in pharma. And the reason for that is because we're not looking at just the category. We're looking at the people and we're solving problems for people. And that, I think, transcends category at this point. Do you think that was pandemic driven? I think that it might have been a catalyst, but I don't think that that was the only reason. I think that people have... Uh, 
and, and when I say people, I mean agencies, have really decided that it's not enough to just solve the, 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 the product issue. You need more. You need to be able to influence and impact a culture, a society, a group. And I think that in realizing that as, as the case, you can't just do the same old work that we've been doing right. for years, you know? Yeah. So here's kind of a softball question. It's my last question for you. Please. What's the secret sauce over there at Area 23? And you guys, have, it, was, it, was, it was a real haul. So it's honestly, it's not secret. For us, we don't do anything in a silo. And I mean that from every single individual who works on a project, from your creative directors to your interact, uh, integrated producers, everybody is working as one team. And we start with the vision. Where do we want to go? Where do we want to get? And who are the people that we want to impact? And the moment that we do that, it's a pretty singular and clear vision. And I think because that's true, we end up coming out big on the other end. Well, you certainly, you certainly did last night. So congratulations. Thank you so Thank much. You. Um, you've been listening to the MM&M Podcast Special Can Edition. I'm Steve Madden, General Manager of MM&M. And my guest has been Franklin Williams. EVP of Experience Design at Area 23. Um, how are you going to get all that hardware home? Uh, let's uh, let's just ship it. <laughs> See what's up. See what happens. All right. Thanks very much, Michael. Thanks so much, Steve.